grateful you guys can hang out with us, whether you catch the podcast on the replay or Saturday listeners on KFNX 90.7, of course, 88.7. Always an honor to spend it with you. If you have not, please, your favorite podcast player, click the play play button and uh, catch the show. We try to upload this show if you miss it live in uh, or at the replay on radio. We try to uh, get that up for you guys on a weekly basis. So you can hang with us at your leisure over the weekend. Bananas, cocktails, gardening, whatever you're doing, or tinkering with that big 600 CFM carburetor. <laughs> hey, uh, Greg Ovis with uh, GsUp.com. Welcome to the show, partner. How you doing? How'd your weekend go? It was good. We were in North Carolina, one of the premier automotive service training expos. I got to say, North Carolina, everybody is so full of hospitality. Did they take care of you? They did. Not only that, but you figure out, you guys know that you, when you're traveling, you know, okay, I'm a, I'm a tourist in this neighborhood. People are nice for the most part. And then you realize, okay, they're just nice because I'm, I'm the guest. North Carolina, you are a guest 24-7. So they hug mechanics every day. That's right. And we actually <laughs> had quite a few hoodies. I ran out of the the uh, the lids, the caps, everybody, I mean, I thought about like 20 of those out there. But yes, the Hug a Mechanic uh, hoodies, I didn't bring many because, look, you're flying now. You can only bring so much. Right. They'll weigh you down, charge you for the bag. Yes. Uh, I do want to introduce the show topic. And, of course, get on to WrenchNation.tv. Uh, we've got a slew of shows. We had Dan Hogan. Hoagie Shines, uh, also on our YouTube channel, Ranch Nation. Yep. We went up to his place. He is building some of the world-renowned. I got to say world. They really are. They Custom really are. K5 Blazers, ground up. Yeah. What some people think quality, he exceeds every you know, definition of quality. And tension of details off yeah. the rails. Of course, uh, Richard Ochoa, uh, Low Rider Magazine. Scottsdale Lowrider Super yep. Show. We will be in house October second. We want to see you guys uh, this Saturday, uh, which will be an amazing time. That shows two thirty seven. We get into the history of the Lowrider, which is incredible. How yeah, it that was, started. It was great hearing the, the stories and the, the lifetime history he had in Lowrider. Yeah, I will say that uh, we do have uh, Dave Kindigit. Yep. Uh, Bitch and rides motor trend. He's going to join us uh, on the twentieth. The 20th. So you guys, uh, we got a slew of shows. But this show, I figured, uh, and we heard from you guys. You guys like the lifestyle size of things that we present to you guys. And we we present folks from all over the world and the, and the great things they're doing behind the wheel, under hood, like uh, Voodoo Larry Customs, who builds these wonderful gems with his eye only. No fancy drawings. Incredible. No renderings, no drawings. No. Amazing. Show 235. You can catch that one. But on this show, we want to get into the mystery of suspension, particularly the shocks and struts. A lot of you have been told, I need shocks and struts. <laughs> and, you, and you put it off because you're like, okay, my check engine light's not on. I don't need to worry. Yeah, I'm good to go. But like an aged mattress spring, you've been sleeping on it forever. <laughs> Those shocks and struts, trust me, they're worn. And then for all my technician family uh, from across the country, we appreciate you guys always listening to the primarily the podcast. How do we get it right in the service space so we don't have a comeback? Good question. No, no one likes comebacks or returns. No. And so this show, we're going to dive into all things shocks and struts. We're going to take the mystery out of that. We're honored to have product specialist, ASE, Certified Master Technician, Mike Hinderer, 
of Monroe Shocks and Struts. They've been around for a long time. They are the technician's choice in the service bay. And Mike is going to talk to us uh, here in a little bit about all things like ride height. We get that wrong. Ride height. Yeah, and a lot of people, they, they attribute steering and braking to safety, but no one considers stability. It's a key thing. Well, we're going to get into that. There, right. There's actually steering, stopping, and stability is all. Right. You want to increase your braking distance? Drive around with some worn shocks. You will increase. So Mike is going to join us on that. Before we catch up with you, Greg, regarding uh, some of the classic car market news and so on, I, I just want to remind people, this is the time of year. You may have gotten some bonus money. You're going to get on to an online platform in this particular tip, Facebook Marketplace. Mark Zuckerberg, he's got a lot of you out there buying stuff from lampshades to your future hoopty. A reminder, scams exist. Now, I want you to know Marketplace, which has a billion people or so, that's the numbers, has only about 400 contracted workers to police this whole thing. If you see someone selling a vehicle and declares, bring cash, caution. One other thing to think about, what I've noticed, is if a seller directs you to an outside email address off those platforms, that's a red flag right off the bat. Yes. I want you guys to be cautious. I don't want you to have a problem. The other thing that can happen is the van that's for sale. You pull up somewhere, and here's this van, covered windows. You don't know who's in there. Nope. So just be careful. If I could offer you tips, you're going to meet in a well-lit place, preferably the police parking lot, <laughs> <laughs> uh, a bank. I'm not trying to say to be overly uh, paranoid. But you have to be alert. Take a few people with you. Yes. Be alert and watch those Fictitious, scandalous, bring your hard-earned cash deals. Agreed. I mean, you have to be cautious nowadays with that. It's sad, but it's true. Now, on the other side of that, Ford will pay you cash upwards of $2,000 to buy one of their vehicles on the lot. They don't want you going anywhere else. Here's the story. You guys can catch this as I... And reporting off of MSN.com, we all know the, the supply, Greg, we talked about. There's a lot of empty dealer lots. A lot of containers held up in, in, at the <laughs> Containers, the chip supply. It's a, it's a really odd time. Ford says they'll give you $2,000, but only if you give up your order and buy a, cur a car that's currently in stock. Mm. How do you feel about that? You're eyeballing the 22 model. You want to order it. You don't need it right away, but here's $2,000. Little incentive, you know, it might go a long way. They want you to buy the Ford Fiesta right there and then. It's there. It's we'll there pass. for you. <laughs> um, there are a few exceptions, so you know Ford's pretty smart. They're not selling the Bronco with that deal, the Maverick, the F-150 Lightning, or the E-Transit. However, the Mustang Mach-E. Well, that's not a bad car. That's no. Good, good so, I mean, the point it. is, hey, you know, so all, all in regards to the ship shortage, uh, uh, chip shortage, I should say. Uh, boy, that's a tough one there. Yeah. Sh chip shortage, sh should, should say. All my radio people out there, help me out with the ch sh <laughs> uh, chip shortage is real. It's Part real. Supply chain issues are real. 
I was in Long Beach. I did see these boats out there. I'm like, hey, I got a part sitting on that thing. That's a back order. I need yeah, that it's right been now. Sitting there for a month too. That's the worst part. <laughs> Lastly, I want to tell you before we uh, bring you over on Greg, talk to us about some classic vehicles. Please, people, change your oil. You hear this? You think, oh, my mechanic just wants me to change my oil. We are seeing more engine oil sludge issues that create timing faults, specifically with the chains and the variable valve timing. And without getting too complicated, people, for all of you that may be experiencing check engine light, these chains need to be lubricated. These VVT solenoids, all part of the variable valve timing, which is the eyes and ears for timing. To you driving, it's how well my vehicle responds. The lack of power. Tip and hesitation. The uh, extended cranks. Change your oil. If the oil gets honey-like and sludges, that's disastrous for those motors. So there's my preaching of the week. Greg, give me some good news in the classic car market. Good news or exciting news? Give it to me all, baby. No worries. <laughs> Had a couple conversations this week um, with some gentlemen that were concerned about, should I buy a classic car? Is the market going down? Is it stable? And they had some concerns, which... You know, Those are valid. I mean, people are saying, hey, we're high and mighty right now. We're we're top heavy and maybe we'll correct. Yeah. So, you know, there's some concerns there. So to help those gentlemen along, you know, that want the classic car, but they're hesitant, I gave them some advice, which I know has always been helpful through the years. So if you're going to buy a classic car right now and you're concerned about the market, make sure you buy one that's rare. Don't buy a car that's there's a hundred million on the road. You're looking to buy a car for investment, get one that's rare and well-maintained. Intrinsic value. Yeah, the, the market will go down on cars that are not maintained. So the high-value cars, the well-maintained cars, the rare ones are going to be the key ones to buy right now. And another thing that I've noticed is investors are not buying modified cars. They're wanting the original. They're wanting documented cars. You so, think EVs, I mean, here's a timeline, uh, especially California, where they say uh, 2030, 35. We cannot we, there won't be any new ICE vehicle platforms, internal combustion, gas engines. There'll be some old school. Eventually, they'll phase them out is where they're going. And it's all electric. That's going to, I mean, if like I said last week, if you're driving a Yugo, that's a future classic. <laughs> true. <laughs> I mean, it is true. But the gas cars will never go away. No, they Classics won't. will never go away. Hashtag fake news yeah. on that. So if you're looking to invest in a classic car, be smart about it. Pick the right one so you can retain your value with the car. If you're interested uh, buying or selling, uh, Greg is the talent, genuine uh, individual, straightforward, gsup.com. You can visit his website or get a hold of him uh, through the show, wrenchnation.tv. Last bit of piece of news, and this is what I hate to hear. So we've all talked about the advanced driver awareness systems, LIDAR, radar, all this fancy stuff to keep us safe on the road. You start drifting onto the lane, it's going to correct your steering. Well, Tesla, Elon Musk, you know, every every show we got to have something about something Mr. Something about him popping up. Uh, last year he said by end of year they'll be full autonomous. Well, we're not ready for that. Well, there's a third-party Tesla accessory store that is selling a cheat device. Because, listen, mm -hmm. if you're behind the wheel, and, and I actually tested my wife's Mercedes. I said, let me test this. Because you could actually put it on cruise control, adaptive cruise control, It'll break for you to keep you in your lane. It's pretty cool stuff. I said, let me keep my hands off the steering wheel and see how long I can do that. Oh, no. It, it's, it, it nudges you quietly with a little chime. Ding, ding. ding. Get your hands little, back on the wheel. Little vibration of the seat. Haptic, <laughs> haptic vibration. Yep. And then 
out of nowhere. It was like Godzilla of an exclamation on the dash. And it started, I mean, it was like fired. <laughs> Alert, code red. And you have to put your hands back in the steering wheel. Well, guess what Frank did? I said, no. Keep, Let it go. Keep coming after me. Yeah, ride it out. Guess what the vehicle started doing? Started correcting. No, it slowed down. Did it really? Now, that's when Frank got a little Whoa. scared. It's like, oh, snap, this is taking over. So I put my, meanwhile, my wife's like, what are you doing, you idiot? <laughs> so I got my hands back on the steering wheel because guess what? I I, I thought maybe the next step would have been corrective steering. It's going to see the car. I mean, right? but Tesla, this third-party store, has a cheat device. And it wraps onto the steering wheel on both sides to mimic someone's hands on the steering. Oh, my gosh. That's that's scary. Why? Fake hands on the steering wheel. Well, I mean, What's the point of that? I mean, if ADAS is supposed to save lives, which it is, there's, what, 47,000 deaths nationally on the road because our, our human brain is preoccupied. Wow. Here's a company um, that... Oh, wait a minute. Update. The manufacturer, I, I got to get the news straight. This is not CNN. It's I don't surprising want to that Tesla's well, hang on. allowing there, something like no, that. No, actually, there is an update. I'm just reading this, guys. The manufacturer of the device, TapTest, removed the device from its online store and said it will destroy all units of the autopilot counterweight. Wow. So that was something they tried. And now I guess the story is they removed it like we should have. Yeah. Had a percentage of wrecks before they reevaluated that. Can't you just sell something else? Like I can't get my mail jar open. How about a device for that? Right. An automated device. Open the fridge and it opens it for me. Now that's useful. Yeah. All right. Well, useful. Shocks and struts, man. Those are useful. A lot of you are riding around in busted shocks and struts and don't even know it. You got used to that poor sloppy ride. We're going to dive in. Why shocks and struts are so important to steering, stopping, and stability. We're honored to have Mike Hinderer of Monroe Shocks and Struts. He's going to be joining us next on Ranch Nation. Well, listen up. I'm talking to you about one of the premier auto parts superstores in the country, Parts Authority. One of the biggest problems that we can have in a modern day garage is when our parts don't arrive on time or the quality of our parts are just not there. The Parts Authority Auto Parts Superstores, amazing service, knowledgeable counterfolk, national program, quick delivery, AC Delco, Monroe, Parts Authority Auto Parts Superstore. If you're an installer or own a garage, you need to check out PartsAuthority.com. Of course you want your mileage back. And all the extra money you've spent feeding an engine gunked up with carbon. Your car needs its fuel system cleaned, and it needs it now. You need BG44K. It's the one dealerships use the most. In fact, they use BG44K almost 3 to 1 over any other fuel system cleaner made. To find a shop near you, go to BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com. I got my mileage back. bg you know, when we're talking about a relationship in a business, we're talking about not only relationship with your clients, but also relationship with those folks that are working hard to help promote your business. TheMailShark.com. Many of you have marketing plans in place now that are kind of shaky. You're not getting the return that you want. TheMailShark.com. Print and direct mail made easier. They will get the job done for you. You want to talk about increasing your car count, whether you're a general repair shop or specialty shop they have a solution for you themailshark.com there's never any money up front 
give you the ability to mail and pay weekly. Talk about helping a small business cash flow with over 16 direct mail products with both paper and plastic options. They will keep your marketing fresh. And one of the things I enjoy working with MailShark is they have absolute world-class customer service. Print and direct mail made easy. Give my friends at MailShark a call today. TheMailShark.com Vision collision. God forbid you get into an accident or you get a little bumper, fender, bender, slight, or even if you've got that shopping cart that ends up scratching the side of your newer ride. My friends at Vision Collision, they're certified. They deal with insurance companies, but also what I really like is they were able to deal with my situation. I didn't want to exercise my insurance and I paid out of pocket and they gave me a very fair price with quality work. So for any complete auto body paint and repair, you want that small business, the heart of business that treats you one-on-one vision collision 480-248-9049 visioncollision.com when you're thinking about body shop or collision work paint repair dent repairs collision wheel restoration vision collision is the way to go tell them frank at wrench nation sent you 480-248-9049 480-248-9049 vision collision Right on, welcome back. A big shout out. We have Miss Bree in the studio. It is her birthday birthday. Happy birthday, Bree. All right, she's our board operator. We we own family here at Wrench Nation. If you've got a birthday, let us know. Uh, WrenchNation.tv. Get on to the website. Check that out. Now, we left you guys uh, just before the break talking about we know that a great majority of you are riding your hoopty with worn shocks and struts. We know this. And don't even know it. And don't even know it, which means, Greg, you've seen it. The car's driving on the freeway, let's say. And to give you perspective, that wheel is bouncing up and down. That's the blown shock. Boom, boom, boom. And, and then it's all shaking and unstable. And- it's dancing the Macarena. I mean, it's <laughs> not good. It's not good for a ton of stuff. And to help us navigate uh, and make sense of all this as to why it's so important to get those done, we've got Monroe's Mike Handerer. Mike, welcome to the show. Hey, Frank. Happy birthday, Bree. Thanks for having me on. Happy- Thank you. You guys are the best. I love you so much. Oh, yeah. Birth- Everybody loves a birthday. Welcome to the show, Mike. Mike, it's good to have you on. We've had you on before. And I and I, we kind of left people with the whole steering, stopping, stability, that safety triangle. Dive into what does that mean for the average driver uh, when we're talking about that safety triangle. Let's discuss that. Absolutely, Frank. And by the way, it's great to be back. It's great to talk to you. So I appreciate it, brother. Right on. Thank you. So we think about the safety triangle, what it comes down to is steering, stopping, stability. And primarily, as we were chatting, you guys were just chatting a second ago, thinking about worn shocks and struts, that ball or that tire, excuse me, bouncing like a basketball going down the highway. We think about how cars are made to behave, right? I mean, they're made to behave with, realistically, all four tires having the same amount of rubber, the same contact patch at the road. So as we get worn rock and show, what happens is one or maybe pairs or maybe all four, if it's worn all the way around, those tires are not being held down to the um, ground or the road, and it doesn't give you really complete control of the car. We think about from a stopping perspective. We get into as uh, ride control shocks start to wear. Now we start to get some of that excessive weight transfer. Really, as your car is driving down the road, we want it to be neutral at all times, whether you're braking, accelerating, going around the corner. As the ride control 
the shocks start to wear, it allows some of that weight to shift around, and it causes uneven weight distribution. We think about braking, right? You get that nose dive, you jump on the brakes, the front of the car goes way down, the back of the car goes up. So the front tires are increasing in contact patch, but the rear tires, you're losing contact area. So really it's going to take longer for that car to stop. And when we're going up, going around the corner, again, you get that weight transfer, get up to the side, maybe you're around the corner, it feels like you're going to fall out of the driver's seat. Or if you're on the passenger side, you're getting pushed up against that door. So one side's coming up. Right, so we're losing contact patch on one side. So now we're having to slow down a lot more. We have to take that corner at a much slower rate of speed, all because we, we're losing control of the car. We don't have the control that we should because we're losing that contact patch. Yeah, that makes sense for sure. We see quite a bit of that in the garage. Tell us, at about sixty thousand or so miles, how many times has the shocker strut gone up or down in its uh, life? We think about. Oh, yeah, we're thinking about like a million cycles there, Frank. I mean, as you think about how many <laughs> we don't even think about that. They, they quietly work for us, but one million cycles up and down. I mean, even elevators that go up and down yeah. a million times need service that way. Yeah, and we don't even think about it. We don't. All right, so now we've established uh, sort of this steering, stopping, and stability, that safety triangle. And you, and you did a great job. Thank you, Mike, for, for a lot of our consumers that are listening driving they don't know i mean they they're noticing that their vehicle dips down a bit more maybe there's an increase in the braking distance like that's critical to square away or else that creates other problems can those front struts or shocks let's say we're talking trucks that's a domino effect talk to us about what that tire we talked about how that's going to be bouncing up and down What's that doing to the tire tread? If someone has a bad shock and they want to look at their tire to see that type of wear, what kind of wear should they look for with a worn shock or strut, if I can ask? Oh, it's a great question, Frank. Great question. And to your point, I mean, it's one, it's a relatively easy way to kind of get an idea of your ride control. And we think about ride control and tires, another aspect is, I mean, tires aren't cheap. I mean, nothing's cheap these days, but we think about what an average tire price is. And really good ride control is insurance for tires. We think about well, we were just talking a second ago, but as you're driving down the road, that tire's bouncing like a basketball. I mean, a war shock or struck, it's gonna, what it's going to leave you if you, like, put your rub, rubbed your hand across the tread pattern, it's going to give you, like, that scallop, like you feel those high and low spots in the tread pattern because you think about it, that tire is literally just being bounced like a basketball. So it's going to give you a really scalloped wear pattern. So you guys look for that. I mean, you're, you're suspecting a concern, a symptom you may have, and you're trying to narrow it down. Look at the tire tread. That's, that's critical. Now... When we talk about Monroe, and, and by the way, please visit Monroe.com uh, with the social handle, guys, if you're not driving, please, uh, if you're at home listening to the show, at Monroe Shocks on Instagram. There's a ton of great educational. And, of course, the YouTube channel. There are a ton of technical tips. My guys in the garage, they're actually on the YouTube to get some of the training and tips offered and you can find that at uh, youtube.com of course monroe suspension is all you got to do and they have a ton of great world-class videos with a rich tradition monroe goes way back uh, as we know it manufacturing struts and shocks you can always tell a company by the way of their research and development. That's huge. So, Mike, am I yeah. to understand that you guys do 67,000 hours a year on research and development to make sure we get it right and to improve upon it? Talk about how important that is uh, to Monroe. 
Absolutely, Frank. Yeah, we're over 67,000 hours per year in development. So Monroe, um, not only are we a storage company, but we do um, engineering and manufacturing around the world. Primarily, a lot of our products are manufactured in the U- for the U.S. and Canada are engineered in our facility in Monroe, Michigan. So uh, we uh, every every member of the Monroe team. I mean, we are all in on quality and testing, right? I mean, we want we don't. To your point, Frank, when we got the text, the guys out there in the shops putting this ride control on, we don't want those cars coming back the second time for a failed component in a short in a short period, right? We want that component to last. So to get the only way you get components to last is to really test them and do all that sixty seven thousand hours worth of testing to make sure we really get the life out of the product. No, I, I um, admire that because yeah. it's it's sometimes it's not a perfect science. I imagine there's new platforms that come out, and we we want to get that right now. One of the biggest challenges um, for folks is the noises that they occur, that occur, whether it's from an engine or suspension. Now, we just established the type of tire wear, the increased braking distance and all of that. But when turning, one may feel or hear a clicking. Talk to us about how shocks and struts, and primarily those struts, when turning up front can cause a clicking. A lot of folks have that symptom. What's going on there? Yeah, Frank, good question, good question. So at the top of that strut in the front um, is what we call a strut mount or a strut bearing. So as you're turning your wheel to turn your car to go around the corner, the top of that strut is also turning with the wheel. So what can happen is that bearing starts to wear. You can get that snapping, clicking, or popping, or grinding noise from the top of that strut. What happens is, and a lot of that comes from because that, and a lot of, and some suspension types, that mount is actually is the weight is the load carrying device of the front suspension. So I mean, we think about all the weight on the front of the car. I mean, in some suspension setups, that strut mount could be carrying all the weights. So we think about all the wear of that as you're obviously going down the road, hitting all the bumps, but going around the corners as well. So there's a lot of stress being placed on that component. So it's not uncommon as ride control starts to wear to get that noise out of that mount. And I got to admit, we we've we've not uh, over the years um, some of it had been just our ignorance some of it had been you know we want to save the customer some money which in the long run ended up costing everybody more money we would just replace the strut cartridge and reuse a strut mount thinking okay there's no noise happening now they look okay let's reuse it with a new strut we'll reuse the coil that's a problem um do you see a lot of us in the service space that's an invitation for a comeback. Yeah, absolutely, Frank. I mean, definitely. We when we replace it, so we think about most people think about the shock or the ride that the it's only the, they're only concerned about the shock. They don't think about the unit as a whole. So obviously, the the ride control, the shock is not the only piece wearing. Right, every time that wheel goes up and down, I mean, the whole, there's also another component there, the spring. The job of the spring is really to control the bound and rebound of that strut or that shock. So as the shock wears, you're also getting wear out of that spring. So really, instead of replacing just the shock, my recommendation would be to use a quick strut, which is um, our Monroe assembly. So it's all one piece. It's the shock. It's the spring. It's the mount all together in one complete unit. Yeah, and that's what we we present. Uh, There's a lot of value. Uh, Greg, if, if you came in, let's say, with a Honda Odyssey, we, <laughs> I used to own one. <laughs> oh, I got lucky there. Uh, that Honda Odyssey, with especially if it's got some miles on it, we're, we're putting a whole strut assembly. Yeah, no, uh, I, I got tired over the years. I'm telling, I'm being truthful. Actually, going back to the uh, Honda days, I remember struts where the bushings would wear out, and then you get metal to metal. 
and there was a noise in itself that had to be yeah determined. oh shock yeah uh, Mike uh, Greg is talking about the shock mount bushing which is an yep. integral to the shock body since we're talking about that some may get a clunk from the rear I'll use the truck market and not only do they have blown shocks but the actual mount bushing which the mounting bolt goes through and mounts along the frame there what have you um, that rubber bushing wears out that'll cause a clunk yeah Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. I mean, not only shocks, I mean, have a lot of components to them. I mean, they have bushings. You've got the valving inside. So what happens could happen over time is maybe the uh, the shock unit itself is works. It's got oil fluid inside of it, which we were talking about earlier, that cycle through all that fluid. So if you get one that maybe starts to seep a little bit, you get a, bit, a little bit of that fluid leaking out. Now you lose some of the, uh, the actuation, the control pressure in that shock could be excessive wearing the bushings. There's a lot of ways that the shocks can wear and cause noise. Absolutely. We're going to take a quick break, but I do want to mention the fluid leaking. Many of you have heard your local rock star automotive technician tell you, your shocks are leaking. There's fluid coming out of there. What is it? What is it? Exactly. And I actually want to deep dive into the build of a shock and strut and what's going on there. Why is it leaking? Uh, we're honored to have Monroe.com's Mike Hinderer. You guys check them out during the break. Ranch Nation coming back at you. Say fast, fast. 
Welcome back, uh, WrenchNation.tv. You can find all the past shows. School is in session, people. We're talking struts and shocks. Your go-to spot for information on shocks and struts and how they work in your vehicle. You can learn why uh, you should keep your car in that top condition with quality ride control. You guys can find that, Monroe.com. And it's a great resource. I'm visual. Like, I mean, I see the static website. It's great. Great I want, videos. I want to watch a video, and <laughs> that helps my mind, and many of you as well. You're on YouTube anyway. Get onto YouTube, Monroe Suspension. Just type that in, and there's a ton of great products. In fact, we have one of the lead uh, product specialists uh, for Monroe. That's Mike Hendra joining us back. Mike, welcome back. Thank you, Frank. Good to have you back on. Chock full of good information. We talked about how those tires can, from bouncing up and down from worn shocks and struts, they'll have that cup feel. You can kind of put your hand over it. It'll feel very steppy-like. We talked about the increased distance to braking, guys. If you're driving with worn shocks or struts, you will, I mean, you're going to prematurely wear brake pads. It's fact. Over time, it'll take some time. Uh, so, and then the stability, if you're hitting that corner, Greg, you ever been in a car and it leans yeah, really stability good? Stability is the key thing. It, I yeah. would think it causes a lot of crashes, just, you know, not having the stability itself, but you, you get the excessive jounce bounce, yeah, that sort not, of thing. A Ab- driver's not used to it. And yeah. Out of control. Well, I got to share with you guys. One of the things that we do in the, a lot of what we do for broken vehicles, folks may not necessarily see a difference, unfortunately, especially like an evaporative emissions failure. Check engine's lights on. You're mad at me. You're mad at us because, right, there's nothing wrong with my car. It runs fine. But there's a fuel vapor leak that we got to fix for emissions. However, when we are replacing shocks and struts and we tell you, literally, it's a large claim, but at the end, you're like, holy cow, this is true. It is less expensive to invest in your strut assemblies, your shocks, than buying a new ride because guess what you're doing? You are literally taking it back to new car level. And people are excited about that. Mike, I imagine a lot of folks, uh, when you're restoring the ride, uh, that is a sentiment spoken for many. Yes, absolutely. It's one of those things that, and again, the thing about ride control is um, it's kind of like eyesight, right? I mean, a lot of us, uh, when we were young, we could see fantastic and as you start to get some years get some age get up there in age now you're thinking man i need to get me a pair of glasses i can't see very well rocking because it happens so gradual rock control is the same way so yeah you, you really don't know it's bad until it's like after you get it replaced it's like oh my gosh this thing's like a brand new car again what happened and all i did was replace the ride control because it just the degradation happens so slowly over time sometimes you don't even notice it now what they will notice and what they will hear is there a local rock star mechanic saying, 
Your shots are leaking. <laughs> what are they leaking is the question. What are they leaking, Mike? Talk to us now. Let's deep dive into this whole strut and shock business of hydraulics. What are they leaking? Why are they leaking? And tell us uh, what uh, we need to do about that. Well, like you're just saying, Frank, they they can leak. They do have hydraulic fluid in them. Basically, how a shock works is it's got a it's got the shock body that contains all the oil. Um, could have a gas pressurized teeth to that as well. So you got pressure on the oil. So as the rod com- extends and compresses, it's got a piston attached on the bottom of the rod inside this housing that's moving through that oil. Well, to keep the oil all the way inside the unit, we have to have a seal around the top of it where that rod comes in and out of that shock unit. What happens, we talked about the, that million cycles just a few minutes ago in the previous session, was that rod constantly going in and out of that shock body with that piston, it's moving in and out of that seal. And over time, that seal possibly could fail and allow that fluid to leak outside of the unit and all the way down and possibly, if it gets bad enough, all the way down the shock body right onto the ground. So, I mean, it's a... Uh, it can leak. They'll seep a little. They're designed to seep just a little bit because we need a little bit of oil to keep that seal lubricated and to promote seal life so we get the maximum life out of the unit. But they will get to a point where eventually they could possibly leak all that oil out. Now you've got nothing to dampen that rod ex- compressing and extending through that fluid inside that shock body. Now you've got nothing to control your ride. So yeah, that makes sense. can give you that really poor ride quality. Well, I think uh, the seepage you talk about is more of a, a slight dusting sort of uh, maybe a darkened look. It's not a bonafide, li- I mean, liquid leak. I mean, you'll see it. The shock body or the strut body uh, will actually have Yeah, you'll see some stated. drips, some drips down. That's extreme. Yeah. You don't want to get to the drip no, drip. No, you want to like, avoid it, that. Like, leave that for an engine oil leak. <laughs> don't leave it, because that's like you're beyond. Uh, here's a question, and I've had this asked at the garage, and... What so why did what's the difference struts and shocks why do we why can't we just have all shocks what why why struts what's the difference between struts and shocks Mike if I can ask that absolutely good question Frank so a strut is the shock and the spring all together in one unit it's an integral part of the suspension so if you think about it like if you were to like say a lot of your pickup drivers right they have a shock. And then they have a separate spring. So you could theoretically, you could take that shock off of the vehicle. I don't recommend this, but you could if you needed to. You could take the shock off and drive the vehicle. It's not integral to the vehicle, where the strut is actually integral to the vehicle. So it's not only the shock, but it's also the spring. So it's supporting the weight of the vehicle in addition to all of its dampening abilities. So you could not, you take a strut off, you could not drive the vehicle. And a lot of it, the reason for it comes down to packaging, right? We think about some of these cars are getting really small. You don't have a lot of space to work in. So we've lost a lot of space for a lot of components, not only in the engine compartment, but all of that condensing or the cars getting smaller has relayed out to chassis or to the suspension as well. So that shock and strut is really a very con- space-condensed unit, integral part of the vehicle. So it could not drive a vehicle without a strut right. assembly. And you know what? I, hey, Mike, I have a question for you that you brought that up. Um, regarding the seals... You know, are they, you know, what's the lifespan of those seals compared to, you know, to the climate that they're in? Do they get brittle in the heat in Arizona or how does that work out? Um, so you think about there's a, as that rod is moving in and out of that fluid, it's attached to the piston. I mean, it's, there's a lot of heat generated in that unit. So, I mean, they're, they're generally, they run, I don't think, I don't know that an, and I can't say that an ambient temperature would make one fail sooner, like in Arizona than um, a not so cold area, like maybe if it's out in New York. So I really don't think. Yeah, I, I haven't seen that in the garage. Cycle. Yeah, I haven't seen that in the garage. I mean, typically what we tell folks right around that, 
you know, 50 to 60,000 mile mark, if a, if a car comes in and it's inspected and, and there's no complaint of a symptom, right? We're going to start planting the seed to not wait for right. the tire wear or symptom and let them know, like you said, Mike, you know, I, again, I, I, I'm not trying to be silly, but the aged mattress spring works because people relate. They get it. Oh, yeah, I've been laying up on this 20-year mattress. We tell folks that's the a million up and down cycle, and you probably don't even know it, but let's, let's get you scheduled to restore the ride if you're keeping the vehicle, and let's get you back to new vehicle status, you know, providing there's no other, you know, suspension issues, control arms and stuff. So I, I can't say here in the desert that, uh, there's a technical service bulletin. People in Phoenix are seeing excessive. Uh, hey, bushings get ring. riddle and uh, hard. They do. You're right. You're right. It's you know, I, I do. I do a lot of work <laughs> with ABC 15, and one of the things that we do cover is rubber does tend to accelerate wear in excessive heat. But um, so we've got that leak. That's an indication. You don't want to get to that point. You want to kind of let's just call it good. A million miles up and down, or a million up and downs. Which is, Mike, that's what, 50,000, 60,000 miles? Yep, right in that neighborhood, Frank. Obviously, wow. depending on drive cycle and all that. But yeah, I would say fifty to 60,000 miles is right in that neighborhood. That's about time to replace them. <laughs> so to be safe. Now, I'm already there. Now, I get it. Some of you are saying, well, I wait till stuff breaks. And then some of you are saying, nope, I want to stay proactive. Preventative maintenance is my friend. And my ride's always going to be safe and reliable. That's about the time when you want to start looking. At the shocks and struts. Let's move on to ride height. Let's tell the people that are not familiar, what is ride height? And specifically, how does that relate to your shocks and struts and perhaps those coil springs and such? What is ride height, Mike? So ride height is a measure of the vehicle where it sits when it's completely, there's, when it's completely at rest. There's what we call static ride height and there's dynamic ride height. So static ride height is what we can measure um, every manufacturer has their specification and actually the places on the car where they would like you to measure it. Now, dynamic ride height is what happens to that vehicle while it's, go- while it's going down the road. So if static ride height is good, then we can probably guess that probably dynamic ride height is going to be okay. But, again, that's going to depend on how the vehicle is loaded, how you, how you typically drive the vehicle. But to your point, Frank, why ride height is important is because as shocks start to wear as that spring starts to wear maybe that vehicle starts to sag a little bit it's not riding as high as it used to it's sagging down a little bit now that movement is not only noticed in the shocks and struts but we think about all the other suspension components we think about our tie rods we think about our ball joints so that stud when the vehicle's at normal factory ride height the stud in that ball joint or the stud in that tie rod is in the center of its socket was that vehicle starts to lean now that stud is starting to move to one maybe favor one side or the other so it's actually accelerating wear on other components as well yeah, and if you've got a lowrider, you're not included in this uh, conversation. However, we don't want you to get to lowrider status. <laughs> I mean, I, I count um, me out on that. I'm lowered, so I'll just let you're, that one You're go. lowered. So speaking of which, uh, so we, we have quite a few. Uh, well, we have our share of fleet clients. Fleet meaning as well. I live in my vehicle. I drive for a living. Talk to one about what's really neat uh, under the Monroe house of shocks and struts what you're doing for the truck market i mean that's huge you can't like i don't want to come back in my base i don't want to use a shock that's not designed for a truck why is it important to get this right with monroe 
Yes, with Monroe, we offer our Magnum line, both in shocks and strut assemblies for pickup trucks. What those are, we talked a minute ago about the oil, and we talked about that heat that's being generated. So in the Magnum line, those couple things on the shock, we put extra, a, a, a larger, a higher volume, more oil inside that unit. So it's going to tolerate that heat much better, give you a longer service life. And then for the Magnum strut assemblies, unlike your half-ton trucks, we use a variable rate spring. So like, say... Here, I live in Michigan, so obviously we see snow. We see some guys with the, those trucks that like to put a snowplow or something on the front end, and we just talked a second ago about that ride height. So that variable right spring is going to make sure that that ride height is maintained no matter if, that, if there's no load on the front end or if there's a load on the front of that truck. So, again, it's all about maintaining, going back to where we started, that stop, that safety triangle that's stopping the steering stability. That factory ride height is all critical for that stopping steering instability. So really the, the Magnum line is specifically designed for those fleet customers or that customer that drives around with that vehicle that maybe is a little bit loaded a higher percent or more of the time and also maybe drives a little bit more um, of a more of a severe drive cycle regularly during the day. Yeah, so that's heavy-duty application. Speaking of which, we can't forget the lonely air shock. I mean, a lot of you have an air ride suspension. Uh, Monroe, you have... The Max Air lineup. Let's get into the air ride. How would an air ride shock start to wear out? What are the signs to look for there? If I'm a technician in the service bay or I'm apt to maybe be in my driveway looking at my suspension, what am I looking for with an air ride suspension that could be indicating failure and it's time to replace? Um, could be maybe very similar to just a typical standard shock or strut. I mean, Primarily, air ride is typically shocks. I mean, you could have maybe a uh, loss of not as good of a ride, very poor ride quality. Maybe, again, they have bushings just like a regular one, so maybe a war bushing. Um, maybe you add air in to get it back to the ride height, and it doesn't maintain that ride height. It keeps sagging or leaking down. The sagging different. and leaking down. I've seen that on a tow truck, unfortunately, whether it's an air ride suspension sedan, uh, Lincoln, or it's a truck. Yeah, they're slammed to the ground, and... Um, you know, there, there is a strategy and technique to properly diagnose those uh, because sometimes there are, you know, there's a pump behind it. And so um, you'd want to make sure that the whole system, air ride suspension, Greg, I think you have that on your, your Chevy. Yeah, we have a couple different setups on that. But I know with air shocks, there's always a caution to be alert as far as getting moisture in it. Because once you get moisture in that air shock, then it begins. To yeah, that's a compromise well. uh, yeah. in the system for sure. But back to basics, I think, Mike, you're talking about just, uh, hey, the ride height. Like you can, you don't have to be a seasoned technician. You can see the front right has dipped a little bit. There's probably a problem in the air ride suspension there. Yep, absolutely. Those We think about an air spring is exactly just what it is. I mean, it's the air works to help to hold it up. They typically use like a rubber, they call it like a rubber bag or rubber uh, diaphragm. So, I mean, they can get a pinhole in them or maybe the line going to it. You get a leak, it lets, literally let, it's kind of like letting the air out of a balloon, right? Kind of yeah. the same thing on your car. Yeah, and you guys can check out some great uh, technician tips, uh, resources, Monroe.com. Of course, watch, uh, binge watch some good videos uh, before you dive in, especially if you're doing this yourself. Or, as I say, I, you're, you're a technician. You want to double check. Maybe there's some specs that you need to refer to. You can find uh, Monroe all over YouTube. Uh, give them a follow and check out some of the great resources there. Um, talk to us about, I'm on the website now, and I, th I think this is pretty cool. Uh, the biggest frustration for technicians is, I got the wrong part. <laughs> um, you have a pretty cool portal, Find My Part, 
And of course, uh, everyone has their choice distributors, but you've got a neat portal. You can find my part. Talk to us about that on the website, Searching by Vehicle. Yeah, so type in your vehicle, type in your application. It will help you walk you through. Not only is it going to help you find your part, it'll show you, help walk you through the, what's offered for your vehicle. We talked just a second ago about um, the Magnum line. So if you type in whatever your application, we have coverage that'll list multiple options that you'll have for that vehicle. We typically don't have just one option. We're going to give you multiple options. And that's the beauty of being with Monroe. I mean, we have the tech, the technology and the engineering put into those products. So we can offer, give you multiple choices for each vehicle because it's going to be designed and engineered per the OE. Nice. The and OE that's what we like. Car. We want original. And this for goes sure. for commercial vehicles as well, even to the daily driver. Cars, yeah. If you've got so. a fleet of ambulances, yeah. sure. Yeah. That's what yeah. you want. All right. Listen, I want to know. We want to be able to share with the Wrench Nation family of audience. <laughs> Here we go. As the preferred choice of the professional automotive technician, Monroe, what can you share regarding the secret sauce in the laboratory with the engineers for the future? We want to know. We want to know. Obstruct and shocks. Like, actually, electric vehicles. I imagine you guys are in the workshop and in the lab. Of course, the current situation of hybrids, a Toyota Prius and all of that you already have. We know this. What are the engineers working quietly for the future? What's the future hold? Mike, can we get the secret sauce? <laughs> well, Frank, I mean, surprisingly, I mean, electric vehicles are very similar to a standard gas engine vehicle, so they're going to have their, their ride control components on them, very similar shocks and struts. I mean, they may be a little bit heavier, and we know those batteries aren't exactly light, but some of the things we also do is we do a lot of uh, testing in the uh, bifrequency and fatigue testing, um, we do the climate testing. We test in anechoic sound chambers to meet the OE noise level standards. I mean, that's something that's big that's come on the OE. We know as a quiet ride has really become a big deal. I mean, cars that keep getting quieter and quieter and quieter used to be. Um, you could literally hear a pin drop inside most new cars now. So doing the sound testing is one of the biggest things in that anechoic chamber. Yeah, I got to compliment what you're saying by letting those know when you come in. Years ago, we had a stethoscope. And we would stethoscope like a doctor. Listen, now we are using microphones wirelessly to a lab scope to look at a waveform to isolate where your noise is coming from. I mean, you're right. These cars, there's a lot of pressure for us mechanics. These cars have gotten really quiet. And if we put an inferior product on by way of strut or shock and it's noisy, it may, on our little test drive, we're like, okay, cool. I fixed it. It's great. Customer's going to be happy. And... They come back because it's noisy. <laughs> They've driven it for a week or so. Got on the freeway, 80 miles an hour. I imagine a lot of your testing is 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 meeting the standards of the OEs regarding noise. Um, that's a big deal, Mike. Yeah, big deal, Frank. I mean, you're talking about some of the technology. I know some of the OEs are using that uh, active uh, noise cancellation. They actually have little speakers inside your car that emit a frequency to cancel out all these other noises. So, yes. Yeah, Noise testing has really become probably one of the biggest deals as in the last few years just to make sure that these cars stay quiet because when we put that ride control on, I mean, not only do you want it to ride just like it did, but you want it to be quiet just like it was. Oh, it's really getting tying both ends of the spectrum, not only a quality part, a good ride, but make sure that everything about that ride is just like it was when it was brand new. We don't need noisy. We're spoiled. A bunch of spoiled consumers. Well, we should be. You're spending seventy, eighty thousand on a truck. Yeah, I want you, it quiet. You don't want to hear nothing. I want to sing opera to oh, myself man. in the cab. I don't want noise. Blast the trumpets. That's it, right? <laughs> <laughs> trumpets. 
Uh, Mike, Andrew, we're going to see you at Apex. Apex, uh, the Automotive Auto Parts Expo in Las Vegas. Anything uh, that you can share uh, with the Monroe Shocks and Struts booth, as you always have a great presence, what's new and exciting for this year for Apex? Um, Apex will have the full line will be featured at Apex. So, I mean, the uh, Magnum strut line is the shocks have been around for a while, but those Magnum struts we were just talking about a few minutes ago, those are kind of new to us. We'll have those on display at the booth. So, um, obviously, we'll have lots of we can go in and see applications for the quick strut coverage. Um, we'll see the application specific um, coil springs. So, we'll have a lot of different items in the product line and full display at the booth. So come on and check it out. Come over and check it out, Frank. Yeah, I know the complete strut assemblies are a win for us in the service bays. Uh, technicians love them because, listen, a comeback for us, we lose a client. You know, it's maybe a one-star review. Nobody wants that. No. And so, please, Mr. Monroe, continue making these strut assemblies. We love them. <laughs> Don't stop. Don't stop, Mike. <laughs> They're not going anywhere, Frank. We're going to keep on making them for sure. For sure. That's, that's by far the best way to service that, service that vehicle is to put that assembly in there for sure. Making technicians sleep well at night. We like this. <laughs> and happy customers. <laughs> and a happy customer. Mike Henry, you're a rock star. We always, always enjoy you pit stopping with Wrench Nation. We appreciate you hanging. Thank you so much, Mike. Frank, it's a great pleasure to be here. Always have a blast talking to you guys. Look forward to coming back again for sure. So thank Thanks you, again. All right, right see on. you. Yeah, uh, we're going to take a quick break, but get on to Monroe.com. Please, people, you're on YouTube. you got all these channels you follow. I know you do. Follow the good ones. But the really good one where you can get all kinds of great technical tips. Watch the videos. If you're not sure what's going on with your suspension regarding shocks and struts, get on to Monroe shocks uh you can find that all over on the internet give them a little quick subscribe uh they do an amazing job updating the channel you know you get some channels that our last video was four years ago <laughs> monroe's very active they want to educate you and make things easier in the service bay <sighs> we don't need comebacks no and the videos are very informative and they're i mean they're they're very detailed so and they're professionally do, do it yourself yeah. for guys gonna love them Yes. So I want you guys to stay tuned. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about some exciting news about some shows coming out your way. We're going to talk a little Apex. Stay tuned. Branch Nation. Over the years as a service operator in the automotive industry, owning my own shop, boy, that's a lot of responsibility. Well, if you're part of a network, a network that truly makes a difference by the way of the programs it has, like a nationwide warranty, roadside assistance reimbursement, and customer retention, targeted marketing, well, that's going to put you in a different league. You are now armed up and ready to go with a network of other shop owners throughout the country. And by the way, the technical training is stellar and top-notch. Get your technicians to actually train on their time 24-7 with an amazing slew of technical training programs. The Pronto Smart Choice Service Center program is something I invite you guys, if you're in the automotive industry, take a peek at it pronto-net.com pronto-net.com 52% of the population family are women we love you ladies but less than 3% of you women are professional technicians our charity partner Tech Force Foundation believes if we want to solve this little technician shortage we need to start talking at 52% of these ladies out in the population head on over if you feel like you can tinker with the best of them head on over to Tech Force org
right on. Welcome back, Wrench Nation. I got a gal. Always uh, an honor to hang out with you guys. Uh, if you're a new listener to the show, automotive lifestyle. But yeah, we'll give our fair share of car tips. Uh, you guys can catch us as well. Desert Car Care, Chandler and Dobson, locally and then nationally. Boy, if you're needing a mechanic, you're needing a technician, we've got a wholesome group of community-minded individuals that take pride in taking care of you and your ride. That's a priority. You can find that on our friends section, wrenchnation.tv. Greg, we got this. We got to talk about the Lowrider Show. It's coming this Saturday. This and I Saturday. I wait. I love And a lot show. of you are, all right, well, we're sort of getting out now because uh, you got your shots. You're, you're, we know the gig now. But, man, you enjoy a show that's uh, from 12 to 8 p.m. over at Westworld of Scottsdale. Big deal. Uh, Richard came on to the show. And, you know, they've had shows at the Civic Center, you know, all over. Yep. But the stomping grounds at Westworld where – Shows like Barrett Jackson. Yeah, no, it's it's, and Steel. it's the venue you want to be at. So don't miss it. If you can come out, it's going to be a blast. We'll be out there. We'll we'll be kind of. Uh, you'll see the the hug a mechanic hoodies. <laughs> I guess that's what we don't have a booth, but we are going to get some film, uh, maybe snapshots, some interviews for our YouTube channel. But man, take the family out there. It's it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean it's definitely a family oriented show. The cars are just amazing. Lowriders. Their shows just always have that special touch to them. You can't, you'll never forget them. Music, vibe, food, yep. and the hoopty hop. We want to see the hop the competition. Hop. Now you yeah. got—they have a hop for one pump and two pump. So the two pump hops oh. are serious. So. How high can they get? Oh, I have not they, been to a low rider show in a while. They stand up on end. Sometimes they flip over. So oh, be prepared. Oh snap! You guys can catch that—the low rider super show. Enjoy with the whole family. October second, this Saturday, from twelve to eight p.m. And we mentioned Apex, all my industry family in the service space, whether you're aftermarket or working at the dealer, the Automotive Parts Expo is the largest in the world. And a lot of you are complaining about supply chain issues. I can't get my part. Well, you're going to see a lot of manufacturers and distributors out there. You can have a conversation with them about how that may be improving of course, we'll be out there. Joe's Garage, it's a mock garage that'll be set up. We'll be at the Bolt-On Technology booth with some uh, hot mics doing interviews. If you're in the industry, we'd love to see you. Uh, you can find that Apex show uh, is all over the internet. It's not too late to register. Uh, that's coming up. And, and that's side-by-side by SEMA. Yep, right next door. You got to hit them both if you're We're going to pop into SEMA. Have to. I got to be careful, though. SEMA's, I get stuck in SEMA. And then I don't go to Apex because there's so much eye candy. It's terrible. You do walk in the door and you just, you're absorbed the whole day. <laughs> Absolutely. As we tell you every week, man, be safe, hug each other, and never forget to hug a mechanic. Kiss me hard before you go. Summertime silence. I just wanted you to know the baby.